It's going to be tempting for people to think about this as if it were a topic about the dreaded so-called transgender topic that a lot of people are tired of. I'm going to beg you to reconsider because what we're going to talk about here is a declaration of war. It's a declaration of war against you. This is the words of a guy, I'll tell you his name in the show proper, who's explaining, he, he, he helped write the so-called guidelines for what they pretend is transgender medicine. This is a guy explaining that, hey, if you want to try being uh, castrated, because some kids are choosing to be castrated. We can, we can help you try that out. Um, so, so before getting castrated physically, you can actually do a chemical castration kind of as a trial. So there are ways to suppress testosterone levels uh, through hormonal suppression to, to explore the effects of androgen deficiency for unique individuals wishing to become, for example, asexual or non-sexual or androgynous. Gavin Newsom has signed into law a bill that allows California to medically kidnap children from other states. Your kids, all they have to do is get to California. And they will harbor them. And they will not let your state authorities ask to get them back. Now, that seems like the transgender topic, doesn't it? But, but, but what if a doctor speaks out? Gavin Newsom has signed into law a bill that makes it illegal for doctors to share misinformation. Just signed it. But look, Todd, this is a transgender topic. You said that it's not a transgender topic. Oh, oh yeah. The social credit system, that's, that's on the way. This is Jerome Powell talking about how that would be designed here. We think that there are four characteristics of if we were to pursue a CBDC, it would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private, privacy protected. But third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not. It would not be anonymous. Fancy that. Oh, by the way, did I mention that? This can be applied to builders and landscapers. and Oh, but did I mention this? Gavin Newsom hasn't just declared war against you. He's declared it against God. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. If you're joining us and missed one of the casts last week, we made an announcement that we have uh, formed a partnership with a radio network. Take the podcast up to their bunch of their affiliates. They'll be on the weekends. And the point is to partner to grow the podcast and to do what we can uh, to help people run into God's word as they're listening to political news. Not that we're trying to fool anybody. We're pretty open about what we do. So we'll talk about some of the changes that are going to happen as this now begins to take hold. And it's all about the podcast thriving. And by the way, thank you to you. Thank you to the Lord for, for steering us in this direction. The scenario I just painted for you already happens. It happens in separate countries like Washington and Oregon and California to residents, citizens of those states. When they're not really citizens, they're subjects. And again, I've had many friends say to me, no, that's not true. I've had some friends say to me, dude, I love you, brother. I love you, but I skip your podcast when you get on the so-called transgender stuff. I'm sick of hearing it. I am telling you, I am begging you. If you are of that opinion, you are doing the work of the enemy because you have got to be able to inform parents everywhere about what's happening. So that scenario I just represented, I know families who've been through it. I know, I know a guy who is a nurse, he's an ER nurse, has been for now, gosh, 36 years. And it happened to his kid. 
He went through a divorce. It became messy. His soon-to-be ex-wife grew angry. His son, who at the time was 13, was rebelling and was super angry at Lou. And they shoved that kid in the children's hospital and started shoving him full of estrogen on the way to pretending he's a girl. Lou was not allowed to see his kid. Now, they had no state warrant. They had no CPS. They had no legal authority to do what they did, but they did it. And if Lou tried to make his way in there, then they'd have CPS authority. But he had to pay for it. Gavin Newsom has signed into law a bill to allow minors from other states to go get chopped up and chemically mutilated in the separate country of California. And the law pretends to be able to block parents from using their state authorities to say, no, that's a citizen of the state of Texas or Idaho or Montana or Oklahoma. You don't get to do that. It's always been a fact that kids can jump on a bus and head to the state of Oregon. But your state, to get this done, it's not always been a fact, but in the past 15 years. But anymore, like you used to be able to have your state's AGs, state patrol, your own lawyer, just send a note saying that kid's not a resident of your state. Give him back. Not anymore. Not in the state of California. So lawsuits are going to come in on this. There's no doubt. And why wouldn't they? But do you think that Gavin Newsom cares about this? The level of what we're dealing with is so monumental and so, so based in history. I did some research on, of all people, Karl Marx. Karl Marx in the trans lie? Yeah. Yeah, some things Marx said just absolutely chilled me. You hear that in just a second. So last week, there's a reason that I chose to make the announcement about the uh, partnership with the radio network with Zach Abraham uh, on on with me. Uh, number one, <laughs> I wanted to see the look on his face when I told him what was going on. And he'd been aware that we were in negotiations to do this. Number two, I owe it to him uh, because of how he helped us get to this point. And number three, I wanted you to be there as I told a friend. And, and we've had Zach on as a guest more than anybody else because he's on with us every single Friday. And in that conversation, one of the things that Zach compared, and this is, this is very humbling, is the way we approached the COVID swindle and the way we look at the climate swindle and the food crisis and, and the way he analyzes. Now, he does at Bulwark Capital Management. They've got quants, you know, high-level mathematicians who work for Zach. They've got fund managers under Zach. So they do it in a very formal way. But he's always looking at patterns. And he said, look, the thing that really, really got me convinced of COVID and the response to that was you explaining the pattern recognition and then us running the financial numbers. And they matched up. This is the other thing about Zach. Is that pattern that he's been looking at, he's been consistent about it for 10 years. And he's been under pressure. There's a lot of pressure in the financial world to fall in line and everything's normal and everything's going to be okay. And no, it's not rigged. And no, the, the, you know, no Vanguard and BlackRock aren't rigging things. But Zach won't do that because he has a higher authority, which is God, and a higher mission, which is stewarding our money. And they do that based upon risk management. Okay. That is their zealous focus. If you are five to 10 years out from retirement and you want less risk, well, I would suggest that you get to Bulwark Capital Management. Call them at 866-779-RISK. One of the things they'll tell you is don't put 100% of your money with us because what if we have a bad year? It's honesty. Bulwark Capital Management's 866-779-RISK. You can go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. So the act that Gavin Newsom has undertaken 
It has all the roots that you'd ever want to see in Marxism. Now, obviously, you know about the it takes a village to raise a child and Hillary Clinton's, you know, use of that and, and use of that philosophy and the seizing of kids. I mean, this is communism, but this is so much deeper than this. So much deeper. Karl Marx had been raised as a Lutheran until he was 17. And he wrote something called the Union of the Faithful with Christ saying through love of Christ, we turn our hearts at the same time toward him, our brethren who are inwardly bound to us and for whom him he gave his life and sacrifice. But Karl Marx turned his back on the Lord Jesus. And then he began to rage against him. Now, do you follow me on a parallel here? Gavin Newsom is attacking the family. When God created Adam, and then saw that Adam was alone. The only time during the creation in Genesis where the Lord said it is not good. Everything else was good. This is not good that you're alone. Then he created Eve. In that, he created a family structure. Communism cannot stand strong families because strong families are micro-governments. Marx turned his back on the Lord Jesus and on Christianity. And he wrote, I wish to avenge myself against the one who rules above. He wrote, then I will walk triumphantly like a God through the ruins of their kingdom. Every word of mine is fire and action. My breast is equal to that of the creator. That's from a poem he wrote called Human Pride. Human Pride. I am great like God. I clothe myself in darkness like him. This is a poem he sent to his father on his 55th birthday. Yet I have power within my youthful arms to clench and crush you with tempestuous force. While for us, both the abyss yawns in darkness, you will sink down and I shall fall a laughing, whispering in your ears, descend, come with me, friend. If there's something which devours, I'll leap within it. Though I'll bring the world to ruins, the world which bulks between me and the abyss, I will smash to pieces with my enduring curses. If you are fluent biblically, that, that should sound very, very familiar. Mark chapter 3, verse 26. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. Have you noticed how aligned Gavin Newsom is? to say the figurehead? Oh, the figurehead. Over the weekend, Democrats voted no on a portion of a bill that would require schools to seek permission from parents before they involve their kids in any form of so-called gender transition. It would seek to force medical providers to ask parents, is it okay if we cut off your boys or actually split down the middle of your boy's penis and make a fake vagina? They said no. It was unanimous. Democrats voted to block this. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be alert and sober of mind. Your enemy, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Does that sound at all like Karl Marx? And if you compare this, and longtime listeners to the, to the radio show and then the podcast know, that in comparison, you can see great truth. That's why the left, largely, uses this thing where they make it, they've, they've, they've decided to cancel comparisons. They say, no whataboutisms. Well, I am going to offer whataboutism because whataboutisms are moments of comparison. For instance, you'd never notice that you got skin cancer if you didn't go to your doctor and say, well, what about this? I didn't have this a week ago, or I didn't have this a month ago, and what about this? It's getting bigger. Your doctor could say, hey, that's a whataboutism. Don't bring that into my office. You would never notice your home had been burglarized. Hey, didn't we used to have a stereo here? Hey, and your wife could say, what are you doing? That's a whataboutism. Yeah, but what about our stereo? That's a whataboutism. Don't compare. 
I am going to compare Gavin Newsom virtue signaling about Ron DeSantis shipping illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard with their permission, by the way. Adults, some of them took their kids with their permission. Those migrants are used as pawns to humiliate and dehumanize. What uh, Ron DeSantis is doing is a disgrace. It's almost monstrous. And in a fiery presser from Orlando, faith and immigrant leaders fired back, calling the move a leaders. cruel political stunt. What is the problem? The whole United States is supposed to be a sanctuary country. Governor, you need to repent. The entire United States is supposed to be a sanctuary country. The entire United States has been. We're 5% of the world's population. We've taken in at least 20% of the world's displaced people legally. We have a legal process for that. And incidentally, they're leaders because the media says they're leaders. That's a tired game. And there's this. Gavin Newsom and the figurehead and the United States Congress of Democrats are all aligned against parental involvement in the schools, against parental choice in the schools. Remember? Remember Terry McAuliffe? So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I don't think the public schools should be directed by the public. The declaration of war is not just against parents whose kids have been swindled by the gender industry and the sexual left and have not been, you know, it's not just they've been victimized by the silence and pure impotence of Mitchell McConnell, who's in on this. How do I know? I'm just watching his actions. Kevin McCarthy over the weekend was rousted from sleep in time to make note of a bill that would have installed the Parental Bill of Rights. But he's running on that platform. And I've always known he doesn't mean that platform. If he meant these platforms, he'd be saying things far, far, far more seriously and far more directly to people like Gavin Newsom, who declared war on God's design for the family. Now, just think of this. And this doesn't make me, incidentally, someone who's going to go out and say, oh, I love Vlad Putin. I don't. My hope is not with any human being. My hope is with the Lord Jesus. But you have Vlad Putin who can say the the United States has turned to Satanism and and he can be right. Now, that doesn't mean that Vladimir Putin is some sort of messiah. There's only one messiah. It doesn't mean that he's a good man. I don't think he is. I don't think Zelensky is a good man. I don't think either of them are good people. But he can say that and be correct. Which brings us around to this. One of the new attacks online from people who are seeking to embolden the gender industry is this. If you are pushing back against Gavin Newsom doing that and the Democrats in Congress refusing to intervene, refusing to recognize the rights of parents to say, no, you are not going to cut off my 12-year-old daughter's breasts. No, you are not going to chemically neuter my child. Oh, we're not supposed to say that, are we? We're not supposed to say chemically neuter. Well, I'll play a clip that proves the point about chemically neutering kids. So the Democrats won't stop that. That's a declaration of war against parents. The gender industry is helpful because Democrats and Mitchell McConnell, who loves Big Pharma, get paid to either pursue it or, in the case of Mitchell McConnell, ignore it. They get campaign donations and then some. Next hour, we'll talk about Tony Fauci's net worth going up by five million bucks during the lockdown of schools and churches and small businesses at the same time that strip clubs and abortion clinics and big business thrived. This is a declaration of war against God. And the tough spot for people in the state of California is this. 
Your tax dollars are being used in a war against God's design on the family. Your tax dollars are being used to declare war against God. And I have one other really chilling thought. What happens when they pick the wrong dad? What happens when the gender jackers kidnap the child of the wrong dad? Search your heart. If someone kidnapped your kid and did this to them at the age of 13 and told them and said, you can't stop us, search your heart. What do you think you'd do? I know what I would do to try to stop them, and I have no compunction saying it. A dinner with a loved one um, this weekend and cooked. Yeah. It's been a little while since I've cooked for someone um, other than my, my, uh, my primary family. And even then, it's kind of difficult because our daughter's a vegan. So I've actually gotten some vegan recipes down. Incidentally, I make a mean apple crisp. Yeah. And so now, you know, this isn't about fat loss because I mentioned apple crisp. Actually, it is. So cooking for my loved one who's been on the soda weight loss program. Number one, I noticed again a glow. I noticed again a new smile. And then cooking for her, I noticed a new joy. There's a joy when you have re- structured how your body deals with food because you taste things in different ways. And I remember this so very clearly when I took off 150 pounds of unwanted fat, the way that I began to experience foods was so different. And all I did was grilled vegetables. And I mean, I grilled a bunch of meat. I bought fresh salmon that's flown in every single, no, not every morning, uh, Thursday mornings to the state of Idaho. And it's so fresh. I cooked that. I cooked some local steaks. And I watched my, my, my loved one respond to this stuff, particularly the grilled vegetables. And she said, what'd you put on this? So this joy that you get as you drop the, the, the unwanted fat, it's something you can sustain because your body is changing in how it prefers food and how it burns foods. Now, I'm not going to lie, right? There's restriction. And to get that unwanted fat off your body, they're constantly throughout the plan, sort of changing things and shuffling things as they respond to your body responding to the fat loss. This is why a lot of folks need help. In fact, this is why I needed help. Your body will catch on to things. Oh, I see. This is what we're doing. They're experts at soda weight loss, at making little tiny changes to help the fat keep coming off as your body says, okay, we're going to make this and that change. They stay a step ahead. 7,000 or so Google reviews average 4.8 stars out of five. You better believe I put my loved one on this program. She asked me and I told her it's sotaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. Hey, incidentally, since we're just talking about our partners at Soda, one of the things that's going to happen as we as we now have activated this partnership with the radio network, and I'll tell you when the radio show is going to air, and right now we're just building up and, and, and partnering, et cetera, and they're in a sales mode, is you're going to hear some ads that run that I don't voice. In that case, I don't make any claim about the business. I assume they're a good business. Um, our folks, our partners have been very, very helpful in making sure that we, we do our very, very best to block ads that would go against the word of God. I've, I've put down a block against pharma, no pharma ads, no ads from government. And I wish I could just block ads for like HBO or Netflix, but we can't get down to that level of granularity to have to block all media ads. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Now, that also means I'm going to be voicing some, there's some new partners we're going to endorse. When you hear me endorse a partner, that means that I've investigated them. So if it's my voice doing the spot or talking about the partner, know that that's a company I've investigated and I would tell a friend to use. That's never going to change, ever. This is a doctor here, Michael Erwick. He is an endocrinologist and he is a gender jacker. How do I know? Well, because he's an author of the WPATH. It's, it's, it's a new eunuch chapter <laughs> talking specifically about making people non-binary, non-sexual. Why? 
because everything maps back to a war on God. Be fruitful and multiply, says the Lord our God. Don't do that, says Bill Gates. Don't do that, says Big Pharma. Don't do that, says the people who are gender jacking. So this guy is calmly talking about, hey, if, if you want to be castrated, let's not look into your, your mental health. Let's not examine why you have self-hatred. No, no, let's, let's just test it out chemically and see how you like it. Um, so, so before getting castrated physically, you can actually do a chemical castration kind of as a trial. So there are ways to suppress testosterone levels uh, through hormonal suppression to, to explore the effects of androgen deficiency for eunuch individuals wishing to become, for example, asexual or non-sexual or androgynous. And remember this. In the mind of a gender jacker. All a penis is is just a large clitoris. I mean, let's, we're all, it's all the same material. In the state of California, your kids can be kidnapped. Medically. And they contend to say there's nothing you can do. Now, I am a discipled man and I make a big effort to turn the other cheek. And often the Lord Jesus has changed me so much that I turn the other cheek and sometimes it scares me, honestly. It does. I think I told you that a friend of mine was involved in a shooting the other day. Yeah. Oh, I haven't mentioned this publicly because Glenn hadn't. My friend Glenn Morgan uh, was forced to shoot a guy on his property. Uh, Glenn is an activist in Washington State. He is, in my judgment, the best conservative activist alive. And Glenn has property next to his beloved father and his brother. And it's very rural. And some guys were stealing from his dad's home. And so Glenn and his brother rolled up. They told the guys to stop, to freeze. They, they had weapons. Glenn and his brother had weapons. And one guy took off into the woods, which was disconcerting for Glenn, because now you have a guy out there, you don't know if he's armed. You don't know if he's going to be shooting you from behind. The other guy, apparently, as I remember Glenn telling me this story, is he went to his four-wheeler, not his four-wheeler, but his, uh, you know, ATV, and grabbed something that was like a sword or a baton and came at Glenn. And Glenn was forced to shoot the guy. And a feeling came over me that I'd never had. I said, number one, thank God you're alive. Thank God you're okay. Number two, did that guy live? And Glenn said, oh, yeah, yeah, he's alive. My heart was aching for that guy. Scares me to death. Now, understand, I don't question Glenn's decision a bit. I believe I'd do the same thing. In fact, I'm sure I'd do the same thing if my family was at risk. The change was I was concerned about that man because there's still time for him to come to the Lord Jesus. And I shared that with my friend, Glenn. So that said, I remember what it's like to have a kid in the system. I remember what it's like to meet parents whose kids are also in the system. And when I say in the system, I mean the system of mental health. And we went through that period of life, the teen and adolescent mental health. I know what it's like to fear having your kid kidnapped. Medically, I know what it's like to know that a girl who's so upset and so disordered might just say, you know what? Hey, forget you guys. I'm making the call. I'm calling CPS. Now, I'd never done anything. My wife had never done anything that would ever approach a CPS case, but that doesn't matter. Now, I know if I'd been in a hospital and they made an attempt to take my daughter. I mean, God forgive me. I'd have shot her way out of there. I would have. Because I know the system. I don't want that for anybody. I pray to God it doesn't happen. But sometime the state of California is going to pick the wrong family. And the way that the news media will merchandise a story like that will be that some bigoted, horrible father was so transphobic. And so filled with hatred. 
that he wouldn't allow his son to receive the only form of health care that would save his life. He would rather have a dead son than a living daughter. If you think that this stops at the issue of gender, I invite you to look at what the party wants to do with gun ownerships in your homes. I invite you to investigate what the party's doing as doctors ask kids, do your parents have guns? What are your parents' views about the election? What are your parents' views about critical race theory? I invite you to begin to look into the databases that the schools are helping them build on the attitudes of parents, and I invite you to examine the other ways in which the party is declaring war. It's not just at kids. It's also at young adults. It's also at people who are entering the work system, the work, the work world. They're declaring war against opinions, and this stuff matters because the unanimity they're seeking is seeking to move everybody over to one side, and that is the side that's against God. And man, is that ever biblical. It's just phenomenal to live in these times. I'm so thankful that the Lord trusts in us because these are the times to which he's decided we live. He trusts in us. There is um, this partnership that we developed at the very beginning of this journey. And I'm, I'm spending a little time celebrating our original partners because uh, we're going to be you know, bringing on other partners. And none of this will ever change the specialness of the original partners that we have on this program. And I've given them my word on that. And that partner is our friends at Allen Soaps. So in truth be told... When we took on Allen Soaps, we, we, did, we, we ran some numbers. And look, the, the, the fact is, this audience, you, are so responsive and so loyal that given our size of the cast, yes, we're in the top one half of 1% of all podcasts, but it's also a big world and there's podcasts that are monumentally larger than us. And the Lord seen to it that we're in a growth mode. You guys are so loyal and so responsible that you can take a company like Bulwark Capital Management, and you're talking about people shifting millions and millions of dollars over, right? Some cases, 500,000. I mean, it's the nest egg. Whatever the size of portfolio you have, often it's, it's multiple millions. You take soda weight loss. You know, that's a long commitment for a lot of people. It could be if you're in the 20-pound thing, it's not that long. It's a couple weeks. Other people like me, I had to drop 150 pounds of unwanted fat. That took a while because you wanted to do it in a healthy way. What I'm saying is financially, those numbers make sense. Soap is not a, it's not a, it's not a high ticket item. It's not a high revenue earner ticket item, but that's not the point. The point about Allen soaps is it's a great company. The point is it's a great product. The point is, as they grow and as they achieve volume in commercial, in retail, then it is a good business. The point is, it's a business formed for the same reasons we do the show, truly. The show is about putting God at the center and politics at the edges, conservative politics at the edges. In the case of Alan Soaps, there is the love of father for son, the godly family unit in a man, John, who came to Christ later in life. And grew to realize his responsibility to steward his son, who's so radically, dramatically impacted by autism, that he's not going to go out and be hired by a big company or a small company. So John built a company for him. To this day, when you go to allensoaps.com slash Todd, you get 10% off everything they do there. Everything. It's allensoaps.com slash Todd. And you, all the scents of soaps, all the extras that come with it, the extra soft washcloth. And by the way, they heard me say the other day, my wife is jealous of my Allen's washcloth. So wouldn't you know it? They're going to send one to my wife. They've got the themed bundles right now at allensoaps.com slash Todd. And you get extra money off. Just use my name at checkout, T-O-D-D. It's that easy. We celebrate this partnership. I celebrate young Allen. I invite you to join in that. So it's not just, quote, just the gender industry. It's not just kids that they're attacking. It's not just the family unit. It's also the conscience. 
So if you're sick of hearing about the so-called transgender thing, understand that soon you're going to be sick of hearing about other things because the whole point is to grind you down. The whole point is to get you to a situation when when you hear this topic, you go, that's it, I'm done, I'm turning it off. But you have got to stay plugged in because you've got to be able to warn people. This is the dictator of New Zealand. This week, we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must, as leaders, address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same, to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together, but we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. In these times, I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We are facing many battles on many fronts, but there is cause for optimism because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means. We just need the collective will. That's a dictator of New Zealand who forcibly put people in tents if they refused to take a PCR test, which has no capacity to tell the difference between a live virus or a cold you had two years ago. That's a woman who forced an entire country to get injected twice, in most cases, and then boosted again, and then boosted again, and then boosted again. Every single time that happens, the death rate increases. The positive PCR test in actual cases increased. On an island nation where she shut down travel, That is a woman who said that she would be your sole source of truth. That is a woman who contends that never before in history have people had to convince others by virtue of debate. That never before in history had people had differing opinions. Never before in history had people lied. That is a woman who is one of the chief liars on the planet but does not know it because she cannot know it. If you go back and you think again about the biblical quotes and about what, or I should say scripture, and about what Karl Marx said, be alert and sober of mind. Okay, is she alert and sober of mind? You can't be and think the things that she thinks. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Does that mean that the devil is present on the earth with teeth bared and ready to tackle us by the ankles and then claw us to submission and then begin eating us. I think lions start with your head. I think bears peel your skin off and and eat you like a salmon. I think lions bless, I think it's a blessing they start with your head and, and crack your head and then you're dead. Is that what it means? No, it means eating into you spiritually. If you have been eaten into spiritually, tell me about the truth you can see. Tell me about the morality you can observe. Tell me about the light you can follow. 
I mean, yes, there's always redemption. There's always opportunity for that. And the Lord is hungry to do that. Hungry in a different sense. But can this woman see this? Now, compare the dictator of New Zealand to this. A federal court in Rhode Island is about to host a panel promoting critical race theory. Critical theory, it's back to Marx. Critical theory, it's back to Marx, a guy who said he's equal to the Lord God. That he wants vengeance against God. Who does that sound like? Critical race theory in the United States, back to Saul Alinsky, who dedicated his first book to Lucifer, a community organizer so talented he got his own planet. That's what Saul Alinsky said. In each case, none of these people had any actual governing plans. It was always about destruction. It was always about control. It was always about lies. Here's another. The American Bar Association has filed a brief to discipline lawyers who offend protected groups. Think of this. Over the weekend, there was a case that came out where some girls were kicked off their volleyball team because they did not want to be in the showers with boys. So they get kicked off the team. They're called bigots. If a lawyer were to come in and defend those girls... That could offend the boys who pretend to be girls. They could be sued for offending somebody. That's the American Bar Association saying you are not going to provide any legal services to anyone who is in any way opposed to an action being taken by any protected group. Do you think that's going to involve Christians? Do you think Christians are going to benefit from that? No, because this is a splitting of society. And this is the part that I just beg you to reconsider. Dear ones, I am telling you, this is God showing you as bright as day, right in front of your eyes, what the separate country of California is. That is Babylon. The separate country of Oregon is Babylon. The separate country of Washington is Babylon. I am begging you again, if you can get out, get out. Come to one of the red states and help us bolster it. We're not safe. Boise is the cancer to Idaho that Seattle was to Washington. Salt Lake City is the cancer to Utah that Boise is to Idaho. The city-states, as we've talked about, are the ways they get this stuff all done. Here's another example. All of the firebombings that have gone on at pro-life birth centers where all they do is say to women, no, you don't have to have an abortion. Yes, let's give you an ultrasound so you can see, and you can make the decision, is this human being inside your body? Number one, is that human being your body? Oh, it's not? Is that a clump of cells? Oh, you can see her face. We'll help you. We'll pay for the birth. If you decide you cannot raise this child, we'll help you find someone who's qualified to adopt this child, who will raise this child as God intended in a family. If you decide that you do want to be a mother, you want that blessing, you want to be able to steward life, we will help you. A good pregnancy center will say, we'll help you through life. We'll help you through the birth. We'll help you through schools. We'll help you through paying for food. We'll help you with job training. We'll be here. We're not going to turn from you. We're going to stand with you. We're going to introduce you to a Christian community who will stand with you, who will recognize, okay, you're a single mom. Okay, so you sin. Guess what we all did? Welcome. Welcome to a group of sinners who've turned their lives over to God. And the firebombings that have gone on there have attracted no FBI attention, no media attention, but there was this pro-life man who had the FBI basically kicked down his door and arrest him in front of his kids because of a shoving match between he and a guy who was agitating outside of an abortion clinic. I can give you another. The bulk of professors 
in the United States who teach this garbage come from about 50 universities. The top eight universities, <laughs> the top eight universities provide the highest number of professors around the country. Just 20% of U.S. universities produced 80% of the U.S. trained faculty. Members hired at the country's powerful institutions between 2011 and 2020. This is according to a new study. Here, more than 200,000 faculty members are divided into five equal groups. And you can look at this in the show notes. What does this mean? It means you cannot have any ideological diversity while this continues. And it goes right back up to the plan for the rest of us. The social credit system is coming. It's already employed psychologically in North America. This is an actress in Canada. Uh, her name is Jennifer Gibson. And she posted a video of herself speaking with half of her face paralyzed. Because, well, you know how it got paralyzed. She took the injections. So she made this confession. Oh, this is not a video I want to make. Um, and it's kind of hard to make because as I'm watching myself, I see um, what I'm going to say, which is I have been diagnosed with Bell's palsy, which is paralysis on one side of the face. For me, it's uh, this side here, the left, obviously. Um, so I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine and I had a rough go with the vaccine. Um, and I guess still am, but I have to say that I would do it again because it's what we have to do to see people. So, um, I don't know why I'm making this video, but here's my word smile. I would do it again. Because it's what we have to do to see people. Her immune system is a mess. Her body's being attacked. The next injection may well kill her. She's having adverse reactions. The more injections you get, the more adverse they become. She is a candidate to get killed by this stuff. And it protects nobody. She's a victim. She's a victim of the same machine, the same ideology, the same source, which is lies, that's allowed Gavin Newsom to do what he's done in the separate country of California. And here's a message for all my brothers and sisters who've said, I'm tired of the transgender topic. Let's just bring this right back down to you. The unanimity of view that they seek at the party level is going to become enforceable. It's going to become more difficult to deny the state. It's going to become more difficult to stand with the Lord. It's going to become a more narrow path. And biblically, we were told this would happen. Here's what's happening. This is Jerome Powell talking about a digital currency for the United States. We think that there are four characteristics of if we were to pursue a CBDC, it would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private, privacy protected. But third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. And fourth is transferable or interoperable. So, so we're, we would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification, which is which has to be done, of course, in today's traditional banking. And if it doesn't happen at the source, or I should say the results, if it doesn't happen at the spending level, it doesn't happen at your bank account level, it's going to happen at your job level. The same Gavin Newsom who just signed into law a trafficking bill, which allows them to medically kidnap children who have been conned into believing they're born in the wrong body, that same Gavin Newsom has signed into law a bill called 2098, Bill 2098. In the state of California, congratulations, it is now illegal 
for doctors to spread misinformation. So if you go to a doctor, or your kid goes into a doctor, been conned into believing they're born in the wrong body, and they happen to get a good doctor, and the doctor says, hey, listen, go home. Get in therapy. This isn't the right direction. You're too young. This can drop your IQ points by 10. This is going to lead to follow-up surgeries your entire life. This is going to mean that you're addicted to estrogen or testosterone for your entire life. This is going to mean that you have a wound if you're a boy who wants to be a girl, so-called, between your legs that will never heal, that will always get infected. You're going to need six to seven follow-up surgeries. You're going to have bone density issues. You're going to have heart issues. These are the facts. That doctor be breaking the law. You still don't care about transgender issues? Because I'll tell you this. If they can do it to doctors, they can do it to builders. You don't think so? Build a home? It's going to be illegal for you to say, yeah, really, actually, the ESG stuff doesn't do anything for your home. Do it to cops. Teachers. The war is not just against parents. It's not just against kids. It's against the thing that binds us to the Lord. The thing that binds us to the Lord is our conscience. Bible tells us that we as Christians can hear the good shepherd's voice. The Bible also tells us if we don't proclaim him here, if we don't proclaim his word, he will not represent us to his father in heaven. Does everybody see where this is headed and why it's important to begin to once again care about the transgender issue, so-called transgender? Never use that word unless you say so-called or self-identified. It's the work of the enemy. That's the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be of sober mind. For indeed, indeed the enemy is like a roaring lion and the Lord will come again to judge.